What's up, guys? Welcome back to another episode of Who's Number One. Uh, we're on episode 87 today as we roll through the week here. We've got our guest, AJ Agazar, yeah. in the bike shop Nor- here. Normally, we do a, uh, a little intro here. Let's just go straight to him because he's got a nunchuck routine going on there. AJ, what's going on, man? We're going to waste no time here. Wait, do, show, show people what you were doing during the intro there. Doing a little nunchuck routine in the bike shop? Uh, yeah, I mean... Nice. Hell yeah. I saw I saw a um who was it? Somebody. He did like a commentary on my on my nunchuck routine. Keenan? Yeah. What do you yeah. think about his commentary? Um He put some nice words together, I guess. Um <laughs> it, was, it was an eloquent approach. <laughs> So what? He what's, did, although he did say it went on uncomfortably long, and I just think that's just a, it sounds like a bit of it's like a form of jealousy. He doesn't pissed off that he can't hold nunchucks that long in his hand, especially on stage before he goes and competes. Yeah, I agree. I could see Keenan being jealous of that. So what's new with you, man? What's going on uh, with AJ Agazarm these days? I am. That should be a new segment that you guys have. Not not the, necessarily. the weekly AJ update. Let's get it. What's going on with AJ Agazarm? I'm into it. All right, so what's going on with me? I, I just finished a good training week and getting ready for another training week. I did 50 miles yesterday for Sunday fun day. I'm at the bike shop. I'm working on my bike, getting ready for Tuesday night ride, and then I have a Friday night mountain bike ride. So... How, how many miles are you riding in a week? Um, it depends. You know, I'd say on a light week, it's probably 100 on a, on a full week. Five, six hundred. Holy shit. How, how, how do you think that that has helped your jiu-jitsu since you started riding all, all this? Has it, like, really helped your cardio? Or, like, in what ways do you think that that's helped you? Uh, well, it's 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 aerobic, right? I mean, yeah. you go you get a little bit in the uh, anaerobic with the mountain bike portion. That's why I like to to, to join the uh, the two of them. But you know, with everything that's going on with with social distancing and COVID and the whole global pandemic, I, I mean, I, I was able to dedicate more time to to cycling, and uh, it's great. You know, you get into it. When you get really competitive, like I go with these guys every Tuesday night, it's guys that are like 35, teenagers 35 and 60 years old. But they've been cycling for longer than I've been a black belt and longer than I've been doing jujitsu. So I look at them as like black belts, red belts of, of the whole cycling world. And they they lay the hammer down. They, they're super competitive. We get into like these little uh, sprints. Um, we, we come out of Bear Creek High in uh, Stockton, and then we'll do a, take a 36-mile loop. But um, the straightaways, we'll, like there are certain sprints, and you have to get, you have to, you have to really, um, you know, be well, well um, conditioned to be able to go long. Like also, it, I think a lot of jujitsu athletes do not practice this, and they should. Is heart rate, um, heart rate. Um, accelerating your heart rate, holding it for certain intervals. To my knowledge, the only person that I, I have seen, and that's just because we're both on Whoop together, um, you know, he, I, I got him, got, um, 
I got him in on a group with me on Whoop was a Home Alone Hall. Okay. Mm. We kind of challenge each other and 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 day uh, day to day. Um, I guess you say um, checklist. So right now he's competing against me, trying to uh, beat my all tie high strain, which is I think it's twenty point six, which that's like the top one percent of all whoop athletes. I think the highest he's gotten was twenty four twenty point two, um, but he gets he gets he gets his work in. So you think oh he's a retired jujitsu competitor? He's not. He 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 gets his work in, and I ain't trying to put all his stuff out there on the internet. Like I ain't trying to say. I'm just saying, if you can get a heart rate monitor, I like cycling and how that benefits my jujitsu is because. I can do that interval training and I can get my heart rate above 170 for 25, 30 minutes. Wow. <clears throat> yeah. Yeah, I've seen Hamlo's IG. That dude definitely doesn't stop working. I would not want to challenge him. Incredible. <laughs> and like, I'll, I'll like, it's funny because sometimes like, I'm like, all right, I got Hamlo today. And then he'll pop out a workout out of nowhere and I'll look on my phone and I'm like, oh, I'm going to go hit a workout. <laughs> So he keeps it competitive. Um, I like Whoop. I use Garmin. I think it's in my bag, but I like the Garmin because I can, I can uh, calibrate it with my bike. So I can. I also have a power meter, so I see all these miles that I do. I can see, you know, what I'm talking about. The competitiveness is because you, you know, we'll do like. I ain't trying to give you guys my whole freaking recipe here, but get your ass on a bike. <laughs> That's one thing that's missing in jiu-jitsu. There's not like a lot of availability of these biometrics, you know. People, I don't think there's even really a heart rate analysis ever been done. They're kind of hard to wear, obviously, when you're doing that kind of training. But yeah. it will be interesting to see. Have you tried any yeah. of that, just messing around? I've worn, I've worn a heart rate during jiu- doing jiu-jitsu. It's, it doesn't even compare. I mean, like, unless we're doing, like, intense drills. Like I said, jujitsu is very lethargic. It's slow pace, and then you'll find these pockets of sprints. But those pockets or sprints are nothing compared to like a uh, a mile sprint that we do on road bike. Uh, and I think so, that's one of the downfalls with with professional jujitsu right now is it's not it's difficult to appreciate it on a on a um, display aspect for a, you know aside from the aficionados, aside from the guys who've been training their whole life and are like, oh, I want to see that match. Um, because it, it is a really kind of a slow paced thing. And I think aside from ADCC, like the, the, the intensity of matches, like ADCC puts on some, and now that, um, yeah, they put on some great matches, but they, their style, their point system, their, their way of, of, uh, conducting a match to see who is, who is the greater, um, submission artist. I think ADCC does the best job. IBJJF is, is, um, it is meant to um, to show you the value of positions. It's meant to show you the importance of you know the, the, the art, the essence of jujitsu, which is in the kimono. That's more like submission wrestling. Um, which, honestly, how far are we away from from there no longer being um, be, like a friend of mine asked me the other day, what's what's the difference between grappling, wrestling, and jujitsu? Yeah, it's a good question. Well, I mean, grappling technically is all of them, right? There's some yeah. events that, yeah, I mean, I think, yeah. well, I, are you liking the crossover? We're seeing more guys, you know, take on matches uh, outside the normal format. We have a lot of wrestlers talking maybe about showing up at ADCC trials, for example. Uh, I think it's really cool. I love guys, you know, going out there and trying a new thing. But uh, what's your take on the whole the whole situation? Well, you're going to have a more intense 
an intense in your face um, culture from the wrestling. And, you know, there have been wrestlers that have, have kind of divulged into the jujitsu scene, but, but diving, divulging into the jujitsu scene then was doing the IBJJF circuit. This, this professional scene that we're seeing now, this is all very new. And, um, you know, those who know, know how it, it sort of all came about, but it, it's, it's, it's in, a, it's in, in uh, you know, stages of infancy. It's, it's not anywhere near the, the, the caliber of what it could be, but it's with wrestling. It's imagine, imagine Kyle Dake knowing like pure jujitsu. Imagine, yeah. <laughs> imagine, imagine college wrestling not being about pinning somebody. Imagine it being about submitting somebody. What's the difference? Why am I trying to pin him versus why am I trying to submit him? That's the difference. We talked about this on the last interview. Chase, you weren't on it. Uh, you know, it, like I was trying to say to them, that is no, no, I think you're great. I think you're wonderful. Um, I just needed to have CP on there who has a really extensive wrestling background. I mean, that's totally knows. fair. Totally fair. And I probably would have substituted you for, for, for Michael, but I didn't have a choice there. Yeah, yeah, no problem. All, all is forgiven. Fair enough. <laughs> Fair enough. Uh, the uh, so, what do you think would be? We there's been a lot of people have tossed around uh, ideas for rules to implement to have wrestlers go against uh, jujitsu guys or grapplers. What do you think an ideal rule set would be to try and make things fair for both of them? For both is to, I mean, the only guy that you, the only thing that you've seen, the problem with, with grappling, unlike wrestling, the problem with grappling or jujitsu even, Brazilian jujitsu, is the, is the, is the parameter, are the parameters, the boundaries, the line, the, the, the confines in which we have to operate. There, there are none in jujitsu, grappling, BJJ, whatever you want to call it. And that's the culture of Brazil. That's the culture of the guys that, because their tendency is they would have these dojo, dojo things, and they're like, all right, paro means stop, and they would drag the guy to the middle of the mat so they could have enough space to do to finish the movement. I mean, sometimes you'll get like, but it is nearly impossible to reset a position, and it be exactly what it was. So why don't you just do what college wrestling? Why don't you do just what every sport in the history of sports do? Have a boundary that's clear cut, decides. It's too, it's too subjective to the people you know that shouldn't be. It shouldn't be subjective to the only two people it should be subjective to are the two people that are in the middle of the match getting ready to swap. That's it. Yeah. So you, know, you look at NFL. You, I'm sorry, college football. You need just. I'm sorry, the NFL. It is. You need just one foot in the boundary line. You catch it, and it's a touchdown. In tennis. You have the lot. I mean, they have instant replays on that, on that, and that's that's really the art of it. That to me is the where it gets really competitive. The best thing would be is to take all the wrestlers, all the grappler, jujitsu guys, and if you want to, if you want to, you know, you want, we're talking about something other than in the kimono because the kimono, the essence that I was talking about, the IBJJF, they they instill the the tradition, they instill the 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 art of Brazilian jujitsu, which is the gentle art. A lot of people ask me like oh, about fighting. The idea that the, what I'm standing on the, the, the shoulders of giants. I've said this before is is to to push 
jujitsu as a superior martial art to the others. And that's no, I, I just personally, in my experience, that the, the gentle way of subduing somebody based um, with little to no damage to both yourself and the person, the other person involved, that's, 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 a, that's the prettiest form. And choking them, it's all, it's focused on strangulations and joint manipulation. So, yes, I, I solemnly swear to hold the grappling jujitsu world, you know, to the best of my abilities going forward. And aside from that is the wrestling and, and, and uh, grappling gap. So the best thing to do is take all the wrestlers, take all the grapplers, put them all in a room, and and what's the superior form of, 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 of doing that? It's choking, submit, submitting them, not pinning them. And that's not, I love, I love wrestling. I love re college wrestling intensity. Then you have the parameter. Um, you know, get some better officials or, you know, you, one approach you could do would be, and I, I hate to give them some, some recognition, but it's just put a cage up, but then you might as well just be fighting. But okay, so if you want to take the fighting aspect of it, you need to have a clear-cut boundary. And the the thing with the cages, they have nowhere to go, so they have to operate within those kind of things. So that's a that's a great approach. Or you could be like the ABCC and just let it go on. <laughs> I do love that. That's one of the craziest things to watch is those scrambles that just like don't You'll stop. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I remember going at it. I was in Beijing. I was with. Uh, um, gosh, what, I'm drawing a blank on his name. Check Matt. Founder, uh, Leo Vieira, Ricardo Vieira, no Leo Vieira. Leo, Leo Vieira, yeah. Uh, so I was quarterfinal match with him. It went um, second overtime ref decision. They ended up giving it to him, which I thought was kind of whack, considering I had several takedowns um, that were near finished, and he just got up. But that was the thing: is I was going for the takedown and getting it, and he would just like tumble, tumble, tumble on the ground, and he'd just fly back up and. Um, it was a good match. He had a deep guillotine choke attempt on me, and I had to like push away and get out of it. But it, it didn't. It was it was all where wherever we wherever it lied. It's like golf. It was almost like golfing. Yeah, where where play where the ball lies. We were playing wherever we we lied, and I think that you know that's cool. That kind of adds a drama effect to it, um, and that's unique to the ADCC. I would like to see a clear cut boundaries that can be um, manipulated. AJ, what do you think about a push-out rule? That's something that I, I think would be kind of interesting. You don't like it. Tell me why you don't like it. Then the objective is to push that other person out. See, that's what everybody says, but I, I don't know. I mean, What about in freestyle wrestling where they have the push-out rule and mm -hmm. people are still going for takedowns and stuff? The objective is to pin. And I'm like, I want to submit this guy. Or I want him to try to submit me. I don't want him to try to push me out of bounds. Yeah, I just think the guard pull, if it's available, like ADCC, of course, you might be penalized, but let's assume you don't. If you're getting into trouble and you feel like you're not going to win that pushing battle, you're forced to pull guard, even if you don't want to. That's that's bad, and that guy who's winning the pushing war is rewarded for his efforts. That's kind of how I look at it. Is you know, um, And it does have that the clearly defined boundary that you're discussing here about, okay, one foot out of bounds, then you lose a point, or your opponent gets a point, whatever. Yeah, or just make a circle, and then... If you're in that circle and anything counts if you have everything except for one toe and that still counts once your feet your feet leave the, the boundaries then position reset you're back on your feet and you're not allowed to pull guard. yep that's that's what another idea gonna, too it's going to complete it's going to complete the competitor you the, the, the reason for all these 
uh, inadequate, you know, our, our um, complaints and, and problems that, you know, everyone has a different opinion on because it's inadequacy. Nobody wants to practice their takedowns. Nobody wants to practice their takedown defense. Nobody wants to tra practice their choke defense. They just want to hurry up and sit double guard and try to jump on a back to get close to an out of bounds so that they can get, you know, so they can get scooted to the middle of the match and get a little bit of leverage here and a little bit of leverage here. Like, what is that? I don't want, I don't, it's, uh, it's, in terms of entertainment value, it provides zero. Absolutely, that's fair. Yeah, nobody likes double, double guard pulls. Pretty hard yeah. to watch. Only very strange people like like double guard pull. <laughs> but uh, have you been watching any of these matches lately, AJ? Have you been following any of the action that's been going on? Um, the uh, this last weekend I saw. Um, I got to give a shout out, to Nick Maximoff. Man, he freaking he submitted that dude with a heel hook. So that was cool to see. Um, he's a freaking he's a tough son of a gun. Yeah. But he's he started implement. We've been working, you know, on on all things, not just just heel hook grappling, which is, I mean, it's cool. But there's there's so much more to to being a martial artist. There's so much more to being complete. Um, and I think if you can practice those skills and hone in on them, do it and then move on. Um, but so he had a big, you know, he had a pretty good performance. He snatched the leg, he snatched the heel hook, got a quick submission. Um, so that's what I saw. Other than that, I've, you know, I've been so busy with, with, um, you know, my training and getting my stuff going. I haven't, I haven't had an opportunity to really sit down and see anything. Even the, the fights this past weekend. But why? What happened? What's the what are the highlights from from uh, what we got? At uh, fight to win, Kyle Terra won by decision against a guy from Tenth Planet. Uh, what's his name? Gabe Tuttle. Gabe Tuttle. Uh, Edwin. Something might interest you. Edwin uh, tapped. Uh, Keishinho with a rear naked choke. Uh, Edwin looked really good. I think passed his guard and took his back, right? Is that how he got on the back? I don't know if he actually passed the guard. He had started the pass and then was working a Dars and then turtled and yeah. got the back. Yeah, it was nice. Edwin got the submission? Edwin, yeah. Edwin tapped him. Yeah, got on the back and uh, finished him with a rear naked Can choke. Can you pull it up? Uh, you know what? I will. Uh, let's uh, talk about something else. I'll get that to my... Uh, producer we'll bring we'll it back it. Yeah, we'll bring yeah, it back yeah, yeah. um so that was a big result and then we'll we'll pull it up here in a second when michael hands that off but another big result was cyborg uh had a pretty big weekend he defeated three guys from the new generation uh on his way to the third coast grappling kumite title he faced roberto jimenez in the semifinal, which is pretty sick a uh, really fun match roberto looked great and he, then he uh, beat uh nicky rod roberto beat nicky oh yeah sorry Roberto beat Nicky Rod. Roberto beat Nicky yeah. Rod, correct. And yeah. then uh, Cyborg beat Roberto in the semi. And then Cyborg went on to defeat. Roberto much bigger than Nicky? What was that, AJ? Isn't Roberto much bigger than Nicky? No. No, opposite. Opposite. We're talking Nick Rodriguez. Nick Rodriguez is like 240. Not not Nicky Ryan, the, uh, the, the other. Yeah, I'm Nicky. thinking Nicky Ryan. Who are you talking about? Nicky Rod, Nicky, Nick Rodriguez, the guy who took second at ADCC. Uh, he's like 245 pounds. He lost to Kynan in the finals of ADCC. Competed over 99. He, ADCC? Yeah, he's a Danaher guy, uh, ex-wrestler. He just got his purple belt on the podium there. Um, did a little movie on him, Black Belt Slayer, that came out that made a lot of people mad. <laughs> um, you did a movie on a purple belt? Called it the Black Belt Slayer. Hey, he got beat so a lot of black he beat at ADCC. He beat Ali, Orlando, Sanchez, and Cyborg to make the finals. That, 
those were the that those were the best years of I mean every the thing is like all old school jujitsu guys they have a I mean that story is it, that movie's never that movie's already been seen before it just it hasn't been nicely produced as Flo does it you know I remember just hearing so many different stories of as they were blue belts and purple belts uh, challenging black belts and 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 winning even myself and some of the other um, you know up and coming Americans like this. Those are the those are the cool events. So they did it in like this kind of backyard style event. Which one was it? So third coast uh, or wh- crazy that, that cyborg is still going. Like I remember watching him in Miami and like these absolute events that I was also competing in. That's what, that's what I'm saying. I was a blue belt and I would be in the same division as cyborg and and um, even Damian Maya. Like it was it was nuts and we would. We were battling for $1,000 in the absolute, like, uh, Naga expert division. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Yeah, Cyborg is 18 or 19 years older than Roberto Jimenez and uh, managed to beat him there. It is pretty incredible. He just keeps mowing guys down. Beat. He beat Roberto by, what was it? Uh, oh, ref's decision. Ref's decision suplexed, in overtime. Suplexed him in overtime. He did suplex him. Yeah, that was nice. by guillotine in the final. Uh, Submitted Felipe Andrew there. Felipe Andrew also looked really great. I don't know if you've uh, seen any of his matches, AJ. He beat Keenan at Euro- Europeans uh, by some triangle armbar. Triangled him. Yeah, that guy. Uh, he's definitely more. He's more of a gi player for sure. But I think I've heard a th- at least a thousand times that Keenan could never be triangled. <laughs> Felipe Andrews got a nasty triangle. He submitted Hulk uh, Lucas Barbosa with a triangle at Third Coast. That was his first round, uh, and no gi. You know, that's pretty amazing to see that happen. But it su- it sucks that like the winner is declared by by um, a referee. Don't you think? What do you think about that? Well, you, what do you want it to be? No time limit? Well, yeah. Why not? Uh, but, well, I think with a tournament that gets a little t- tricky because then you might have a tournament that's, you know, eight hours long or something if these guys can't tap each other. I think it's a little bit easier with a one-off match. But, Unless uh, it's the ADCC or the IBJJF. If, if, it's, a, if it's a show to, to determine the superior um submission grappler then if it's not a submission then it it should not be a referee deciding it should be either a draw or just cut the clock off yeah well well, third coast is actually uh there's points involved and it goes to overtime and then it's it's uh golden score sudden sudden death just like just like wrestling used to be uh whoever scores first they don't have any boundaries so you probably see yeah you see a whole lot of debaucheries you just shit (laughs) <laughs> I would, I would like to see the first promotion to make a a boundaries that's not a cage. Polaris, you know, that's the benefit of having um, that's the benefit of having a um, an elevated platform. And I know I've gone off platform a few different times and many different occasions. But you know, make it so that if you go off, you go off, and that's it, and you start back on your. <laughs> yeah, we ha- we have this eight. We have this You're Edwin and Kishinio match, right? Oh, I had a submission. Well, then keep the submission in the middle of the in the middle of the mat, Einstein. Yeah, we have this Edwin and uh, Kishinio match ready to watch with you, so we'll, we'll pull it up now. This is the beginning of it. This is a fight to wins in Austin now. So, are we going to see you back out there soon? Kishinio pulled right away. You see, the thing about Edwin, he's got really good. Um, back takes but he sets them up from this position right here yeah 
Watch. <laughs> Fucker. Because he's so upright. Yeah. And it's a blessing and a curse for him because sometimes he gets freaking blasted on a shot and other times he can kind of anticipate it. But when he stands straight up when he's doing takedowns, he looks like a, he looks like a freaking deer in the headlights. But yeah, he's got he's got aggressive passing. I remember watching him in in a purple belt when he'd be hitting the flying triangle on anybody, and you would thought you would have thought that he only kept that in the purple belt division, but he did it in brown belt, he did it in black belt. Yeah. Um. So this is actually Kishino's second match uh, since the time you fought yeah, him. He, he was a little hurt. I'm surprised he did he did another one. Huh? He fought Gary Tonin, no gi. He got heel hooked by Gary Tonin not long before this. So he just nonstop. That's freaking. That's props to him. He runs an academy. He yeah. did match me to kick it off, which wasn't an easy match. He was breathing super heavy, and then he did two more after that. So he's on a he's on a little tear right now. Yeah, yeah. See what Edwin Edwin's doing right here? Whoop. Yep. <laughs> All right. That's right. Come on, Kishino. Kishino. Yeah, he's probably like. Whatever. <laughs> Are the rules different? No, it's fight to win rules. Sub only. Are you sure they didn't change it? Because normally, like sub only, then he probably wouldn't have been so. Yeah, see, that, that's like for me. For, on my last one, I didn't care to get if I get passed because there's no point for me to defend it. It's just going to enable him to get back better. Yeah. And see, look what? Okay, what is this? You're on his leg. Look at his foot. They're going to roll him back to the middle of the mat. Edwin is choking. He's getting the choke tighter as he rolls. That is the dumbest reset I've ever seen. Who is really? this? Yeah, uh, there were some people that were upset about that reset. You thought that was a, big, a bad reset then, huh? Oh, my God. Uh, the Brazilian just got Brazilian. <laughs> no. Again. Go let him go off. If they go off, then reset. <laughs> the reference should not be touching the athlete. Should we go up, over, stand up, go back to the middle of the mat, and face each other? Right, because then, then it's going to this reset. So they're going to reset they're, him they're now. I love bag. this one, AJ. How does this go down? And Kashinio just does it. If I were Kashinio, I'd be like, <laughs> stand me back up. Yeah, this is stupid. So this is how Edwin got the choke. Yeah. So you feel we got a bad reset there? It's, just, it's not a bad reset. It's just a bad, it's just entire, in its entirety. <laughs> Would you ever do a match with Edwin? I know you guys used to train together and stuff, but is that, uh, obviously you're training with Diaz now. Is that a match you would entertain? And the reason why is because, is, is, is the, like I was saying, the referee should not, should not, be interfering with with the athletes. Yeah, you should. They, listen, if that's what the great thing about wrestling is that you and you get some controversial calls in, in wrestling is too, but it, it's certainly a lot less than what you see in jujitsu. Okay, the guy is the match. Stop. Back to your feet. And you know what? It'll force people to do. It'll force people to operate within within that circle, within those confines. The 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 only thing that you get into with the elevated stages. You know, it's a, it's a higher risk of injury, and you know, it happens. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, we saw it with you, you and Ari. You know what? I think a good match. I believe it was it was um, 
Polaris 4. It was me versus Manoa Man. We had the stage on our front, and we had a wall on our back. The only, the only potential discrepancy we had was the sides, and, and that um, was filled with cameramen and, and uh, um, other people. And it was a longer style mat, so you, that's how we operated. And but I personally, I would use the wall and positioning and getting angles on, on my opponent. Um, and he did it right back to me, so it was kind of like a little funny exchange. But like I said, that will force the action. If we get a parameter, if we get something that, you know, this is clear cut, we're going to force the action. And if we force them to to get the match to the mat, uh, to the mat that will force the action that will be a little bit more under, understandable from uh, just a an outsider looking in or these two guys that are standing up and one of them is going to try to take the other person down but if they try to take this person down maybe this person has a better guard and so on and so forth but just to do a drop double drop and play little footies and do this freaking weird thing with your feet to try to take it back like it's all parterre and there's and 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 that's the problem that we see with you know with with wrestlers I, listen, I had to deal with it. I'm, I'm a wrestler. Guilty. Hey, cat's out of the bag. Wrestler here. <laughs> but I got a black belt and a few world championships to show for it. <laughs> so. Are we, we, we going to see you out there soon? Are you going to be taking another match soon? I'm focused on MMA. I know. Okay. Like, I've been telling this to, you know, I think I said this to, to, to Nick and, um, over there and he's like uh, can't I can't achieve like achieving anything more in than jujitsu that I've I've achieved is like it's not going to change my style of jujitsu. So it's there. And there's no there are no there are no grapple at the garden or you know the grapple at the shore fight to win you know events that are those are those are fillers. Those are for me, those are wonderful events, but unless it's the ABCC or the IBJJF, like that's really what I all all I care about. That's a that's part of the legacy. Um, these other things, it's to determine. It's to determine. Like, oh, I'm sorry, I'm off tangent, but that it's to equip me better for MMA. I'm focused on MMA right now. Yeah. But the 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 uh, that doesn't mean I you know if it's if it's something meaningful to me like an ADCC or an IBJJF World Championship. I was registered for the PANS before it got canceled by Corona. So are we going to see you at ADCC uh, 2021 in Las Vegas, you think? Um, yeah, you know, uh, I don't know that because I'm not the ADCC, but uh, I, I, I would think they want me back. What do you think? No, they'll definitely want you back. I mean, you just took second and uh... – two ADCCs ago. I mean, I'd love to see you. Everybody loves having you around. And plus, you know, ADCC in Vegas, you know it's going to be a show. It's going to be a spectacle. I think it's going to be a fun time. Yeah. Yeah. Um, you know, the cool thing about the ADCC, like I said, it's submission wrestling. So, you know, you can you don't need a jiu-jitsu guy, but that's the style that I think we should start to get away from is the, the double guard, butt scooting, uh, Leg entanglement. Entanglement's a, in, in, uh, it's a pretty popular word right now because the whole data smith <laughs> right now, so I'm going to use that word. All your entanglements got to go. Uh, and let's, let's kind of – and that's why I like ADCC because it, it focuses, uh, you know, not so much on parterre, grappling, jujitsu, whatever you want to call it. 
you know, there is an emphasis on um, on the standing position, and you know, it's important. So, I think if we can start to bring them all together, we can start with an op- operating within the confines, within the parameter, and um, forcing on the feet action from from a show from a showman's perspective. From a let's okay, let's make this enjoyable to watch. Because other than that, then it's just like I said, it's ABCC or IBJJF. Yeah. What were we talking about? I was getting ready to say something. Uh, I, I had asked you if you were going to compete anytime soon. Before that. I don't – what were we on before that? I think that, that was the next topic, man. We just moved on from uh, from Edwin's analysis, right? And yeah. we were asking when we when we might see you back. Do you have anything going on? Do you have any – You know, I, I know most things are shut down, but any triathlons or like any kind of competition in your life coming up or just training at the moment? Kind of all over the place. My bad. I, you know, um, training nonstop. I'm. I have something in the works. So we'll see. Um, you know, I can't say anything about it right now. But all right. So, the wrestling, though, the wrestling that I'm excited to watch is uh, Kimizo and and Kyle Dake. It's coming up very quick here. Who you, who you got so that one? If we had Kimizo and Kyle Dake not going for a pin, but going for a submission as athletes. Freak innate, like freak, they're freaks of nature, right? Yeah. Let's watch them go for submission. How can they get their their uh, their comprehension of jujitsu and, and submission wrestling to up to par to be able to do that? That would be really cool to see. So I'm looking forward to watching that. Um, and for the viewers at home that don't know what AJ is talking about, that's who's number one coming up on Flow Wrestling yeah. uh, next weekend. Really, really big event. It's going to be awesome. It's uh, July 25th. Uh, two world champs. Kyle Dake from America and Frank Chimizo from uh, he's a Cuban guy who wrestles for Italy. Who you got in that match, AJ? I don't know, man. It's tough to say because as a as like this, you know, Kyle Dake is a, is a he's he's an interesting person to watch. There's a, he's dynamic. He moves really well. Um, he's charismatic. He has. Um, you know, a, a, a lot of great qualities that add to his his um, wrestling attributes, and in a in a world that's pretty pretty uh, you know otherwise dull, like I said, it's interesting to watch. So I want to see that. You know, he also has some really good feats in the sport of wrestling. He's a four-time national champ from 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 Cornell, and he did it in, in four different weight classes. Am I right? Correct. Four different weight classes. I think he's the only person ever to do that. That's insane, right? So you have then you have Logan Steber, who was also a four-time national champion, all in I think with two weeks, and you have Kale San- Sanderson, who is undefeated, also a four-time national champ. Um, those am I missing someone? I believe those are the only four timers. Uh, it's going to be a shame. Spencer Lee's not going to get a chance to do it because he lost this year because of COVID. But he's uh, somebody who I think would do it. I feel like there is someone. Okay, yeah, but so so to watch him, I know. I, I- I think maybe John Smith's older brother might have did it. Yeah. Yeah. Keep that. going. I'll let you know. So, um, no, I don't think that. I think Pat was a three-timer. Pat actually wrestled um, my coach, my wrestling coach, Tom Ryan. Um, so, Kyle Dake and Chimizo. Chimizo, I wrestled with Chimizo at um, uh, up in New York with. Um, you guys might know him, Olympic champion Kendall Kendall Cross. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. big big uh, part of the Terry movie is when uh, he lost to Kendall. Oh my gosh, I was watching that. I was watching that documentary with him and, and his uh, 
his his mom in in uh, their place in New York, and it was just it was surreal watching this documentary, which I know the Brands Brothers, you know, personality, and I know, you know, what their whole, you know, their their mission statement and, and uh, the way they operate has been has been pretty apparent in the wrestling world for for quite some time. They come from Gable, but Coach Ryan also comes from from, from Gable. Um, so that culture is, is really prominent in wrestling, especially in the Midwest. And watching that documentary with uh, Olympic champ and, and obviously big part of that documentary was Kendall Grove. Um, it couldn't help me think that I appreciated the, you know, the, the quality that Flo put in the production of that, uh, but it couldn't help me think of wanting to see one of him. And I think that's something the wrestling world would also appreciate is, you know, he's an Olympic champion. He's, yeah. you know, he has rivalry with, with uh, Terry, and it's, that's a big part of history. Absolutely. Uh, and I think uh, it, it would it would be cool to learn more about it. I looked up the four timers. You were, uh, like, like you said, Kale, Dake, and Steber, and I was right. Pat Smith is was the very first. So there's mm-hmm. been four four timers. Pat Smith was the first one. But, All my wrestling teams are going to be like, how did you not know that? Sorry, dude. But, uh, yeah, don't worry about it. Uh, all right, AJ, we got to wrap this up, man. Anything else you want to say before we get out of here? Um, yeah, you asked, oh, that's, that's what you asked me who, who would I go like for a, a submission? A submission, right? Yeah. Who would you want to see? Who would I want to see you go against? Yeah. That's a great question. Uh, well, let's let's say I'll give you some names and let me know uh, if you would, what you would think about the match. Uh, one that we just watched his match, Edwin. Would you have a match with Edwin? Uh, I don't think Homo would appreciate that. Yeah, because you guys used to train together and stuff. What about uh, a guy who competed this last weekend, Kyle Terra? Is that a match you would be interested in? Uh, in the in the gi, no gi, what? Gi, no gi, whatever you want. I'm sure he'd do either one. You think he would? I don't think he would. Think Kyle would duck you? Yeah. All right. Well, fair enough. Uh, who else is out there? Yeah, you've, you've told us you didn't, like, didn't duck me. He would say, and then he'd come up with like seventeen different excuses of what rules should be, what rules, and and be like, I'm over it, bud. Thumbs up. Gotta go. Bye. How do you think a match with you and Kyle would go? Um. Well, if you look at it, I'm a, I'm a bit more aggressive than he is, uh, and he's a lot more technical. So there's a clash. Uh, you know, he's he's got he's got some uh, some some really good ankle lock positions, but as you guys know. Yeah, yeah, for sure. You're not gonna brush them off. I just, I, I kind of got the cheat codes for all these submissions. <laughs> yeah. Um, and that would that would be cool. You know who I would really be interested in doing a, um, a, a no time limit submission wrestling match with? Who? Oh. Uh, homeboy from the Olympics. Uh, is he American? Uh, yeah, the um. Wrestling, youngest Olympic champion. Why am I drawing a blank on his name? Cejudo. Yeah. Hold on, you cut out there for a second. We lost so, you so for a second. AJ. You want a match with Henry Cejudo then? I mean, I don't. He, he obviously would never do a, a no time limit submission wrestling match, but yeah, that's it goes back to my original point. Is just like, 
okay, why can't this guy who, you know, you guys look at as being a superior wrestler and a superior MMA fighter, why can't he do any jujitsu? Fair enough. It's a uh, compelling argument that might rile him yeah, up or a little bit. Or Ben Askren. Another oh, one for You would do a match with uh, Ben Askren. Uh, when it... <laughs> You'd do it with one hand tied behind my back and still win. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> Fighting words. How does, uh, how does a match with Ben Askren go? I'd, I'd, I'd come up with a new name. Funky! <laughs> Funk Suave. They call me Funk Suave after I... Funk Suave. The- <laughs> <laughs> oh, so, man. Left from his right. You know, because that's what... I, you know, he, you look at the wrestling of uh, of the, the ter- uh, Terry, Tom and Terry Brands and Coach Ryan. Uh, that's the Gable culture, right? He's not of that. He's not of that and by any means. He represents the funk of, of he's the shit version of, of wrestling. But that's what that's what you see that happening in, in jujitsu too. Look at more of your traditional style essence of jujitsu practitioners versus this hurry up, sit on your butt and let's play footsies. Like that's kinda we have customers that just walked in so I won't use some vulgar terminology, but it's like disgusting harsh words for Ben Askren the shit version of wrestling <laughs> disgusting uh, so you're not a fan of funk wrestling then no fair, fair enough I like, I like uh, the end and, and, and I mean who, who is I mean like it's cool like everything but there's nothing more enjoyable than, than freaking two, two people going for like look at look at Jordan Burroughs yeah Who's more exciting to watch, Jordan Burroughs or Ben Askren? I guess it depends what you're looking for. Uh, I'm not. I mean, I like them both. I'm be honest, I like them both. People would be more inclined to want to watch him. I mean, Jordan Burroughs got a great double leg. Nobody, anybody can watch a great double leg. It's a little bit harder to understand the the funk scrambles if you're not uh, versed in wrestling. So let's 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 go forward with this wonderful um, aesthetic, if you will, of 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 the of the wrestling world and. Let's try to grow that, you know. Let's try to bend and move in a certain way that's gonna, you know, uh, jeopardize the integrity of, of the sport. I, and, and that's what a lot of these guys are focused on. They're focused on getting hurry up and getting to their butt so they can do these entanglements. And yeah. it's like it's unappealing. It's unappealing for me. And I practiced jujitsu for 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 fourteen years. If I if you would have you started this call like hey did you see I'm like no you know the only thing I saw was Nick Maximoff ripping some dude's heel off, and that's only because he's you know my friend and I you know I, I you know, I'm interested to see how he does. Other than that, I'm like, what's IBJJF isn't currently going on and the ABCC isn't currently going on. So what's what's important to watch and and I you know the IBJJF as much as you guys knock it, not you guys what? per se. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Hold on there. <laughs> It's it, it's it's to show the value of of the position. So I can appreciate that, especially now that I'm fighting, because I'm like, all right, I'm gonna toss this guy's guard, I'm knee on belly him, then I'm gonna mount him and make him want to say uncle. And then I'm not trying to you know swoop in and do a hurry up and get to my guard so I don't get punched in the face or I don't get taken down or I have to work to get a takedown. That's the problem. Takedowns are are very difficult to it's a, it's a, it's it's tough on your heart. You're, you have to be very physically fit, and that's one of the great things about the ABCC is they really put an emphasis on that, and that's why you see exciting matches. Yeah. All right. Look so at me. 
me versus Cobrini in the beginning, I know I had a little change in the, uh, um, I didn't know, I wasn't aware that I could have um, to deflected those points, but, you know, he had my back and he couldn't, within the, within the, uh, the no points, but he couldn't finish, so I had to hurry up and get back to my feet, and I had to take shots, and it's action-packed. Yeah. All right. So we, we really got to get going after this. But one thing I want to ask, uh, Askren, sort of a kind of a coworker of ours. He's he's on the FRO, the Flow Wrestling uh, podcast with your friend Piles. If that match was a possibility, would you do a submission grappling match with Ben Askren? Well, it already was a possibility, and he and he I was guess he was set to do it. It was supposed to happen at Polaris before my match with Jake Shields happened. That was yeah. going to be the big match, and you know I I think he was surprised to see how fast I said. Yes, <laughs> that's a no-brainer. I have a guy that a lot of people think is really good at something and he's not. So I'd love to introduce, you know, I'd love to introduce myself, reintroduce myself, if you will. And uh, he he ended up making some excuse or whatever, and the the match played. He doesn't want it, otherwise he would have. And the, and the, and that's the thing. Like, why wouldn't you? you or if he's a friend of Flo, and you know, I know he's not fighting anymore because of you know. Of, of how that one all went down, and 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 look, I'm not. In respect to somebody who stepped in the cage and he did what he had to do with, with what he had, the, you know, the, the um, he, he did the best he could with his his his, his um, you know, um, I guess you could say credentials or attributes, if you will. He did he did what he could, and um, you know, hey. You, you're better. You're doing better than most, bud. He could have been a funky wrestler that never stepped foot in the cage. Yeah. And then like every other jujitsu guy right now, that's not doing that. So uh, you know, it's, there is respect there. There's respect for doing that. But in terms of the jujitsu and the grappling aspect, uh, to show a really uh, to, to to show the superior form of that, I would love to utilize a guy like Ben to 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 make a show. Awesome. Love to hear it, AJ. Love to watch it, AJ. We really, really got to get going. Uh, thanks for calling. Yeah. Love having you on, man. Take it hey. easy, man. We'll speak with AJ. <laughs>